Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Hands Podcast. Today, guys, we have the Red Rabbit herself, Jessica Reed. Uh, she is the owner of Red Rabbit Aesthetics in New Jersey. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> you have a very sultry voice and you're like describing me and introducing me. I love I know, it. But everybody knows that, you know, the You're rabbit. meant for this. You're yeah, made- the red rabbit is sexy. The red rabbit is sultry, and you embody that. I'm like, try. girl, guys. So when I met when I first met this woman, I was like, damn, who's that? <laughs> who's that crazy redhead over there with the crazy hair? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to get to know her. I was like, she is so sexy. So now we're here. <laughs> Oh my God. So tell us, like, I know that, you know, you guys just came up from a fabulous trip, mm-hmm. living your best life. Mm-hmm. Just tell us a little bit about that. Just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I work hard and I play hard, you know, so I went to the Maldives for two weeks. It's mm-hmm. not a trip that's new to me. We go every year. This is actually my second time this year going. Yes. So, um, yeah, I don't play. So when I'm mm-hmm. like at work, it's hard when I'm on vacation, it's hard. And like, yes. you know, it's gotta be worth my time. So mm-hmm. yeah, Maldives trip number, I think 14 at this point. Wow. So that's yeah. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think if anyone can, you know, learn something from that, you know, because I see so much burnout in the industry, which I'm sure mm-hmm. that you see too, but it's yes. like, you need to take that time. It's like when you're at work, <laughs> freaking work. Yeah. But when you're not at work, put that damn boundary up. I agree. I agree. Like I told you before, like this last trip was the first time, like did not connect to the Wi-Fi. Yes. like no text, no emails. I told my manager, like, if you need me, call my husband, but like, I don't mm-hmm. exist for two weeks. And it was <laughs> amazing. Like just, uh. Like the good old days when you could like leave the country and it's like, oh, like, do I need a SIM card? Do I need like a burner phone? Like, how do Girl. I, how are people going to get in touch with me? Like, yeah, no. Girl, totally, those days totally are so gone. Yeah. Now you go somewhere else and like travel pass is like, oh, welcome to London or welcome to Nepal. Or what? And you're like, excuse me, why do you know where I am? Number one. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the age of the internet, it's making it way too easy. It's way too easy. And it's like, it's so easy to lose yourself and lose your boundaries and, 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 you know, start disrespecting yourself. If you're not careful with all this social media stuff, it's, it's wild. Yeah. I, you know, I used to be all in where like, I would answer everybody, even if it was like 2am and they're messaging me, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, potential patient. Like I have to message Mm -hmm. them. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Like I would never message someone or text someone (laughs) at 2am. So like, no, sorry. And like, when I turned my phone on, on this trip, I checked in after like a week, I couldn't go the yeah. full two weeks. And it was like 93 text messages. And it was Jesus. just all stuff that could wait. And I'm like, you got to put yourself first, especially mm-hmm. in this industry, because these pa- patients in general or people in general, they, they require a lot of attention and yes. you tend to lose yourself a little bit. So mm-hmm. I, I highly recommend like going uh, missing. Like every now and then. <laughs> you said going missing. <laughs> Why is she not answering? It's been two seconds. For real, it's like, have you guys seen Jessica Ree? I think we're gonna have to put her on one of those uh, milk carton boxes. I emailed her five minutes ago and she didn't answer back. But that's how people are though. And it's like, you're disrespectful. Like if I don't want to email you back today, if I don't want to text you back today, you're gonna be okay. You're yeah. gonna live. Everyone's gonna be fine. Everyone's gonna be fine. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, I, and I love that because, you know, 
I think there's just this misconception. People jump into this industry and they think that, oh my God, the, the money's going to flow. It's going to pour down right away. And then we're going to be able to go on vacation and do this on all, and do that. But they don't develop those boundaries and those processes and systems. And they don't develop their people so they can truly step away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, especially starting out, like people tend to see the shine, but they like don't see the grind. And like, it's mm-hmm. a lot. It's a lot all the time. And mm-hmm it's, it takes a lot out of you. So I think, you know, you have to, from the beginning, really establish yourself first where it's like, okay, this is my free time on the weekends. Like this is my free time. Or when you go home, like I, you know, I'll answer these emails tomorrow. So, yes, you know, I don't know. I I, I can't give advice for people starting out because I'm just like, don't do it. (laughs) <laughs> run run as fast as you can run for the hills bitch <laughs> like when people are like oh yeah i'm gonna start a med spa i'm like oh you are good oh good oh and then i'm like back my mind i'm like oh, i hope, I I hope they make it <laughs> i know it's just like you know i was i was when i was speaking at a, at a conference recently there was like you know a, a crowd of, it was not a huge but it's like you know like 150 people or something and there's yeah. and like i was like how many of you have employees there wasn't that many people that raised their hand. It's just like mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing the single shingle thing and, mm-hmm. and they're just really, you know, depending on themselves. So it's hard for them to turn off because they have no support. Right, exactly. That I think that finding someone, a great manager is gonna just transform everything. Like you mm-hmm. need somebody that can run the business the way you run the business. Yes. Even from the beginning, like, you know, it yes. could be somebody part-time that just takes a little bit off of your plate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, answering phones, answering emails and doing everything for the business as a single person. I think that's hard. Yeah, it definitely is. So, you know, kind of like taking it back. So I kind of want to get into, you know, this Jessica Rabbit thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jessica Rabbit, when she first show up, she first showed up. Oh my goodness. I don't have the year. 1981. Yeah. So 1981. Who censored Roger Rabbit? That's when she first showed up on the scene. So tell me a little bit about that embodiment and how you kind of embody that in human form and (laughs) and like how you brought that to to be your practice. Tell us that the, the nexus, the beginning of that for you. You know, um, it kind of just evolved that way, you know, because my mm-hmm. name is Jessica, obviously, and I just yeah. like have this obsession with my red hair. So people would just be like, oh my God, you remind me of Jessica Rabbit. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know that's what I'm going for. <laughs> so it was just kind of like evolved into this human form of Jessica Rabbit. But, mm-hmm. you know, my business, Red Rabbit Aesthetics, like obviously I couldn't name it Jessica Rabbit, you know, mm-hmm. copyright issues, trademarks. Mm-hmm. Someone else owns it. I should own it. I guess Jessica Rabbit can have it. Um, yes. So it turned into the Red Rabbit because of mm-hmm. my red hair and my practice is in Red Bank, New Jersey. So, wow. um, yeah. And from the one marketing class I took in college, it was like, you want things people are going to remember. Like yes. Red Rabbit is super easy. People remember Red Rabbit. It's it's just easy. Instead of like Dr. So-and-so, Glow Aesthetic Medical Spa, like this huge long name. 
you know, it's been done, it's boring and like mm -hmm. be different. Like that's yes. what's gonna set you apart. You know, what yes. is a red rabbit? I don't know, it sounds like a vibrator. Like, I can't. <laughs> well, <laughs> it might be too. And it's working, so yeah, it's fine. I love it, I love it. Oh my God. So it's like, I, I love that. So you guys really embodied that and it's like the, the red rabbit. How can you forget that? How? Can't. It's ingrained, in, it's ingrained in your memory now. It's imprinted. Seriously, there's, there's like, there's so many doctors offices that I'm not, I talk to a lot of people. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna remember them unless I really remember the person. Mm -hmm. Like and you're so not gonna everywhere. forget the red hair, the crazy hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta do something different. Exactly, do something different. And so like with your people and like your patients, I'm sure you've kind of like built kind of like a cult following in, in, in essence. So mm -hmm. it's like with that, like, you know, how would you suggest to people, like, how do you build a following? How do you build a strong culture and not even following on the internet? Yeah, we all know you can have a lot of followers, but that's different than a practice. We all know that. Mm -hmm. But for you, like, how do you make sure that you build a strong culture? And tell us more about that. I mean, you got to surround yourself with people that have the same values. You know, mm. if you have employees, if you don't have employees, your friends, your family, you know, you have to always, no matter what, be a good person and be surrounded mm. by people that are good people. You know, mm -hmm. that's how mm -hmm. you're going to be able to build yourself up. People can smell if you're shady, you yeah. know, if you're starting up and you're trying to like cut corners, like people know that and you're mm -hmm. going to maybe get patients in the door, but you're not going to retain them. Mm. Um, but I think it's hard to do anything right now. I think social media really makes it difficult for everybody to do well because you were human. If you make mm -hmm. a mistake, it's going to end up on the internet. You know, God yes. forbid you droop an eyelid. There's your one-star Google review. That's going to mm -hmm. prevent people from coming. So, mm -hmm. you know, I have to say, you know, I feel bad when people look at me and they're like, oh, I want to do what she did. I'm like, I feel like it's impossible right now because mm. I fortunately started doing this 14 years ago before Damn. Google when there was mm -hmm. just Botox and Rastelin and mm -hmm. I could make mistakes and it wouldn't end up all over the internet. So, yeah. you know, I think just be human. And mm -hmm. if you make a mistake, admit it, you know, mm -hmm. try to be good always mm -hmm. and just, you know, don't take everything so seriously, I guess. Yeah. Uh, was that a good answer? I don't know. I mean, I think it's a great answer because I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it, it's we tend to worry about a lot of things that don't matter. freaking matter. They don't matter. We worry Doesn't about matter. what other people think about how we're dressing, what we look yeah. like, who we're dating, if we choose to have kids or not. Mm -hmm. And they, nobody cares. I know, nobody cares. <laughs> the only people that care are the people that are miserable themselves. It gives them Ooh. something to like latch onto to make themselves feel better. Mm -hmm, but it's mm -hmm. so freeing to get to the point where you're like, you know what? I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't yes. like my red hair. I don't yes. care, you know? At the end of the day, I have a great family. I got a great yes. staff. I got a great team. I got a great practice. I got a great life. I'm a happy person, Yes. you know? So... I, it takes a lot to get to that point, but as soon as mm -hmm. you start shedding that negativity and always mm -hmm. being concerned about what other people think, you'll be able to progress so much higher in your professional, personal lives. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just hard. Yeah. Yeah, easier I, I said than done. We're all female. now. We're hypercritical. <laughs> yeah. We are. We are. Yeah. We are. And it's just one of those things, like. Yeah. Showing up without a filter on an Instagram, like, damn. Yeah. 
Yeah. When someone does it, I'm like, okay, good for you. I don't know if I'm there yet. <laughs> I'm like, I do like my snatch jawline on the gram. I must say. <laughs> it's so terrible, but, it, but I don't even know. It's just like one of those things like, you know, being online can't, and I, I know Josh had talked about this yesterday, but like, you know, being online, like we do have a tendency to just, it's, it's the highlight reel. It's the greatest things in our life. Mm-hmm. That That's what we do because at the end of day, nobody wants negative energy either. They don't want to hear about this and that, this and that. But right. I love what you say. It's just like, you know, just shedding those layers and just being yourself because you don't have to pretend and whoever's going to be drawn to you, it's going to be drawn gonna to be you. Drawn to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, your husband. I just want to like, know, like you guys are so cute together. And it's like seeing this like power couple and what you guys are doing in the industry together. Like tell, tell us like, you know, a little bit how you like met if you want to or whatever, like how you met and like, how has it been like working together all these years? And like, what advice would you give to anybody who, you know, is working with their spouse in their practice? Um, I'm very fortunate. I'm still trying to figure out who the alpha is. I still think it's me. <laughs> it might be him. Um, Bill is just an incredible person in general. Like, and I hate to be like that person that's like, oh my God, my husband's just so amazing. Cause it's just, like, tends to be like the farthest from the truth. Bill is just, like, he's amazing at everything. He's yeah. in, like, he cannot lie for the life of him. He just is super honest and he's just a good person. But mm-hmm. I met him at work. He's an anesthesiologist. Oh. I was working for an orthopedic surgery group as a surgical assistant. Yeah. And it was like, we were keeping it a secret for the longest time. <laughs> and then I left and started working in plastic surgery. And then we weren't in the OR together anymore. Yes. So it was fine. And then I worked in plastic surgery for 10 years. I'd see mm-hmm. him every now and then at the hospital. And then mm-hmm. I left and went off on my own and he's my supervising physician now. Yes. But it's nice because he doesn't have to be in the office all the time. So like we yeah. work together, but like he's not there all the time. And he lets exactly. me, he really does let me and supports me in making all the decisions. He doesn't make any of them. So mm-hmm. even if you like, want to- even if he wants to alpha right here no even if he wants to, he's like you know what this is your thing like mm-hmm. you know whatever you need and mm-hmm. i i really i want everyone to find a bill <laughs> i want everyone to find a bill Bree. You know, someone that's supportive yeah. not threatened by you and mm-hmm. just respectful all the time exactly i i think that's just a beautiful thing because sometimes what happens when women start getting successful and mm-hmm. they and they start you know glowing all the way up sometimes makes their spouse feel a little insecure yes but they're gonna leave and find someone better but you have to be secure in your own being first before you can be in a good relationship and look at me Mm. giving relationship advice i'm like i love this girl (laughs) we need to be all around this because we all have these things you know and but i think that's important because that's the key to even having a good business Mm -hmm. being secure in yourself Yes, you have to, you have to make yourself happy first. Other people can't make you happy. And yes. that has to do with patience too. You know, if you have a patient that comes in and they're a happy person, they're mm-hmm. going to be happy with whatever you do to them. Even if you yes. make a mistake, they're going to be like, oh, you know what? Let's just fix this. Like if they're not yes. going to let it bring them down. Mm-hmm. When you have people that come in that are sad or depressed or going through stuff and they mm-hmm. think that you're going to be able to make them feel better. And then when they don't feel better, they blame it on you, mm. you know, it has to do with every aspect of your life. You're gonna be yes. happier and more successful when you make yourself happy first. Yes, 100%, 100%. And like, so when you have like patients and you guys are like doing like your consultations, mm-hmm. like, you know, 
the art of the consultation, like, how do you, like, do you guys, like, deny clients ever or deny patients from your practice? And if so, why? Like, who do you allow into your client club, so to speak? I mean, you can tell somebody's energy right away. Like, I'm an mm-hmm. empath. Like, I yes. feel people's energies, and I don't, like, mean that in some kind of weird, trippy way. Like, if someone's in a bad mood, like, it makes me feel like I'm in a bad mood. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can tell just by talking to somebody for two minutes whether they have it together or not, you know? Mm-hmm. And if they mm-hmm. don't, and you pick up on those red flags that are going ding, 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 mm-hmm. you just have to be upfront and say, listen, I don't think I can help you. Maybe you should try this, or maybe you should try this, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in a very fortunate situation now where, you know, I had like a nine month wait list at one point. So Mm -hmm. I stopped taking new patients. So I don't have to deal with new patients, which is wonderful. I know Mm -hmm. exactly who I'm going to see. I see everyone's name. I'm like, oh, there's so-and-so, so-and-so, and -and -and so-and-so. I don't, they're all coming back because they're happy. They like what Mm -hmm. I'm doing for them. So it's taken a long time to get there. but I have two other injectors and some estheticians also, and we mm-hmm. do get new patients and some are amazing and some are not so amazing. And when they're not so amazing, <laughs> we just kind of like, maybe this isn't for you. Maybe you should go somewhere <laughs> else. Like we're going to expulge you from our practice. Like here's the eject button. Click. I think, you know, you got to trust your gut. Like you, you got to yes. trust your gut. It has to do with everything. Like if someone's mm-hmm. giving you bad vibes, that is just the tip of the iceberg. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. Um, I don't. Have you ever? Have you done your human design chart? No. Do I need to what? know about this? What is this? Okay, I'm going <laughs> to have to connect you with Michaela McLean. Ooh. Michaela, if you're listening, I'm gonna connect y'all. Or you can just I do love it. Online. it. I <laughs> but love yeah. It. So I wish I could show you my human design chart. I keep it on my wall, but <laughs> it just like talks about like you know your energy and like how you respond and everything like that. And like you might be like me. I'm a what is it called? They call it. Um, I'm a pure generator. So I like generate things and create things. Like that's just like me. Yeah. But it's like you know the way I live my life. Like you just said. Like as far as like. Um, you can feel things. You're an empath. You can feel mm-hmm. things. It, it, like they said, like people that are generators, like if you, so again, the situation presents itself, like you had to listen to your inner self because you'll actually like grunt or do something and just know it's not right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that someone or it, it's just not right. Do you get those feelings? Like, so like when something's not right, you're just like, it's like visceral almost. Yes. You know, you like, you just know it's not, there's just something off. Yeah. It, it's so weird. Yeah, I, I believe in wavelengths and like energy and not to get like foo-foo here, but. <laughs> I know, I'm like, trust me, I don't have like a bedroom full of like crystals, but I, <laughs> I just, I try to like, just surround my people, myself with people that are not going to make my energy go down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because there's enough darkness that we have to deal with. And, you know, so when you're building an empire, if you can kind of like, I would say like break it down into a few principles. Mm -hmm. What do you think are the important principles when you're building an empire? Mm -hmm. In this case, an aesthetic empire. Um, So I think there's two separate groups where it's the human version of it and the business version of it because the Mm -hmm. business version of it can sometimes not be in line with human part of it. So Mm -hmm. I think as a business owner, you have to protect yourself from everything, right? So Mm -hmm. everything in my office is contracts and consents, and that has to do with my staff and it has to do with my patients. You know, everything is in writing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't mess around. So that's mm -hmm. to protect me. That's to protect the patient. That's to protect my staff. And it's just mm -hmm. better to not have any gray area. It has to be black and white. People's expectations, yes. your rules, your policies, and then you just don't deviate from that. It's mm -hmm. like it's a policy for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, and don't let people push you into changing your policies or your, you know, the way you run your practice. Like, no, this is the way I do it. If you don't like it, don't come here. Yes. Um, and then there's the human part of it. Like we're, you shouldn't be a robot. It shouldn't be all business where you're looking at somebody like their dollar signs. Like you have mm -hmm. to have a human, you know, component to it mm -hmm. where I just say like, you need to be yourself. Don't pretend to be someone you're not. And, you know, don't be fake. People can mm -hmm. see right through that. Yes. Um, you know, I think the people that are most successful in this industry are the people that just are themselves and they're honest and they're upfront and yes. they, you know, they don't just try to like sugarcoat it or like, you know, spew this whole line of like, everything is magical. Like, yes, no, you gotta just, you gotta be normal. I don't know. <laughs> be normal, well, but true. protect yourself and everything has to be in writing. Exactly. And I, and I love how you said everything has to be in writing because you see so many people just like operating and you're like, what are you doing? Like, you don't have standard operating procedures. Like, you don't have like contracts with your people to like say when this happens, this is like, there's a lot of people operating like that because mm -hmm. like you said before, it's very hard for one person mm -hmm. to run everything. And then when they, just, they get maybe one other employee, they're still kind of running a little bit ragged because mm -hmm. they may, may not have hired the right role. <laughs> well, I think it's hard too to know where to get all this information too. Like yeah. who's going to write your contract? Do I want to pay a lawyer to do this for me? And like, mm -hmm. in my experience with lawyers, like they just go wild. Like you have to put, you have to do everything yourself and then get mm -hmm. your lawyer to double check it. Mm -hmm. But you know, I was fortunate where I opened a very small office where it was only two rooms and I only had four employees there. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any contracts. I was just like, oh yeah, let's do this and let's do that. And then when mm -hmm. I moved into my bigger space, I was like, you know what? Everything needs to be tight. Everyone's signing yes. contracts. There's going to be employee handbooks and employee agreements and this Beautiful. and that. And, you know, even contracts between Bill and I, you know, as my mm -hmm. supervising physician, mm -hmm. emergency protocols, everything, everything. Beautiful. You have to have everything. And that's what's going to make you more successful because mm -hmm. you're not going to have any issues down the road of mm -hmm. either, you know, disgruntled staff members, disgruntled mm -hmm. patients, you know, it's just easier. It is. It, I mean, it is easier. It might be a lot of work up front. Mm -hmm. Like it sucks to mm -hmm. it put all those suck. things in place. It does suck. <laughs> it's a lot of time. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Well, that's the business but, part that I think a lot yes. of people don't see. It's like, you first you have to learn how to inject, right? You have mm -hmm. to actually learn to do something that's extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. And then you have to learn the whole business side of this yes. industry. So it's a lot. It's a lot. It is. It's like, you know, a book that I'm going to recommend to all y'all who listen in. Um, but there's this really good book. It's called The Personal MBA um, mm -hmm. by Joseph Kaufman. Mm -hmm. I think I got the first name wrong, but the last name is Kaufman. Okay. <laughs> and it's just like, because I had another, um, I had a, a another doctor on my podcast. His episode hasn't aired yet. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I love you. I'll air soon. But anyways, it's just like, um, and he was talking about before he sold his practice, that was the book that he read. And he like read it like a Bible, uh, the personal MBA. And he was like, with that, he said he didn't have to hire that many people to get all the things done. He said he did everything that the book said. He sold his practice for quite a few million. Ooh. And yes, I was like, okay, honey, 
And so, you know, building that value and that comes, you know, having the legal things all set up that builds mm -hmm. value in your practice. It does. it does, you know, because it's not just like, oh, it's not stuff in your head. It's great to have things in your head, mm -hmm. but if it's not written down, it ain't shit. Yeah. And it's also scalable too. Like if it gets to a point where yes. you want to expand and have another location or, you know, franchise or something. And I think actually something you said is when I listened to you speak for the first time, when I fell in love mm. with you, it was like, well, <gasps> what if something happens where like you die? We're human beings, yeah. right? Like yeah. things happen or if you get hurt and you're disabled. So mm -hmm. you have to have everything buttoned up. You yes. don't want to have to deal with it later. You don't, man. And, and I and I love that you really embody that. Like, I, I, I would call you a value accelerator. <laughs> you are a value accelerator. You guys, you better take the pledge like Miss Rhea out here. <laughs> but that's what you are. And it's like, that's what more of this industry needs. Like, people like you saying, look, I've done all this stuff. I've done the hard work. Like, mm -hmm. if you want to be in business, actually be a freaking business owner. Mm -hmm. Like, stop, stop chopping the block. And like you said, cutting corners. Yeah, because cutting corners now <laughs> leads to all sorts of accidents later. I agree. And, and mm -hmm. it's just wild. It you is know. wild. It's a wild, Ooh. wild west in this industry right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everybody's I know. a girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, I mean, so I know another thing that you deal with, especially kind of like, um, you know, being a, a leader, like a key opinion leader in this industry, too, mm -hmm. is like, you know, just people trying to grab your attention, people trying to grab your energy and just mm -hmm. like kind of claw at your aura as a person. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that dark side of like being a leader, how do you deal with that? Uh, you know, it's a lot easier for me now than it used to be because mm -hmm. I used to really, really care about what people think about me, like mm -hmm. in my local area and in, you know, the online presence that I had, I really took everything someone would say to heart. Or if somebody, mm -hmm. if I heard somebody was saying something about me, I would, I would take it really personally. Mm -hmm. um, and then it just kept happening and it kept happening and it kept happening. And I'm like, well, I know it's not me because I have 99% of these people that follow me love me, right? Yes. But you get the random one person that thinks that they know who I am and mm -hmm. tries to just say something mean to get, you know, my attention. So, you know, it's still like, am I human? And I see it and I'm like, oh, that sucks. But I don't try to let it ruin my day, I guess, yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. And like, as much as I'm like very big and I have the social media and I have the red hair and I have the big business. Like I'm an introvert. Like I like being home. Like I want to watch Netflix and chill. Like I don't need to be at a rave or like be at a party down the street. Like block party makes my heart race. Like, are I you serious? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I just like, I, I try to really like take pride in like who has my time. Right. Yes. So, you know, I think it stems from the beginning of this conversation, like boundaries, like you have yeah. to have them. And, you know, even with my Instagram now, right. I used to answer every single DM mm -hmm. at the end of my lectures. I'd be like, you know what, just DM me if you have a problem or a question. And then I realized mm -hmm. people don't appreciate that. And they just suck the life out of you. Damn. So I stopped answering anything that's in my request folder. I don't answer because you know what I'm, mm -hmm. I've had Instagram for what? nine years now Damn. have you had nine years to send me a message like if you haven't <laughs> sent me a message in nine years like why do i why because i'm at the top now you want to you want me to help you so well. i try to just ignore it and like i don't know yeah. not care as much as i sh should 
<laughs> isn't it so funny though how like when you're starting out like you have the vision right mm -hmm. and you know what's going to happen mm -hmm. like because everyone who is successful we know what's going to happen mm -hmm. <laughs> and we just do our thing do our thing and people are like what the hell is she doing what the hell is she doing what the hell is she doing it's like you don't got to worry about what i'm doing don't and they don't pay attention to you they think you're nobody and the next thing they see you everywhere and they're just like uh -huh. can i talk to you now and it's like no and actually a really great example of that is this whole like md mid-level battle that's still happening jesus christ and i remember when i went off on my own i was like the first pa in jersey to do this right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the hate from the local doctors Ooh. was outrageous and it was like there was a certain few that were like oh good for you like they called me if you mm -hmm. need anything let me know and then there was the other ones that were trying to like get me shut down and now uh, all of a sudden that I'd blown up and I'm super well known and everyone knows the red rabbit and everyone's coming, you know, whatever. Now it's like, oh, if you ever need anything or if you want to refer me patients, I'm like, I'm not answering my phone. Excuse you. Like, I remember what you said three years ago when you were trying to like, you know, say that I was didn't know what I was doing. So, you know, everything every, I, I remember everything you that's you got to always no matter what, don't talk about people negatively, even if that's yes. your opinion. It's going to come to bite you in the butt and, you know, try to really see if someone is genuine or not from the yes. beginning. And yes. it's hard to do. It's hard to do. It is hard. And I think one of the hard, like for me, and I think what has been like hard for me in this industry, because it's like, I moved from New York to the Boston area, you know, mm -hmm. I followed a boy, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm here with him and I've been here and it's just like, you know, I, I thought in the beginning, you know, I was making friends with people, but then you realize like people like it, on the flip side of it, you realize when people don't really care about you. Mm -hmm. And that for me, that, that at the point in the time those things happen, that hurt too. Like when you mm -hmm. think people are your friends, but mm -hmm. they're really not. And mm -hmm. they're talking crap or they're, they're just, your friends when they need something. Exactly. And it's just like, um, I think that's a hard pill to swallow too, you know, as women that are entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and when you're growing, you, you just realize mm -hmm. that people are fake as hell. <laughs> people are fake. If that, and women are the worst. Like there's women like, you know, like for me, like I, I want everyone to do well. Like I want to support yeah. everybody, you know, mm -hmm. but like if, if there's a woman that doesn't have what you have, they will just continue to just try and break you down. And Heck. it's sad. It just is what it is. It's just life in general. It doesn't matter. You know, I know. it's like yeah. my daughter's kindergarten class. Like one girl mm -hmm. wants the blue crayon, but you have the blue crayon, but I want the blue crayon. Like they're going to duke it out over that crayon. They're going to duke it out over that crayon. It's like there's another box of crayons in this room somewhere, guys. There's I'm sure there is. Crayons. There's plenty of crayons, and there's a lot of good colors. So let's just share, including red. Like including red. red. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying. Red like just, just a thought. Just a thought. But but that's I, but it's so funny. You made the analogy with your daughter. I feel like that's what the world is like. You know, you're either thinking abundance, like oh, you have this crayon, but maybe I'll just use another color until you're finished with that crayon, or I'm gonna buy my own crayons or, or, or whatever it is. And that's what we do in our adulthood life. We're sitting there, many people are just looking at this person's one crayon mm -hmm. and so focused on their crayon that they can't see that there's a whole company that made those crayons. You can mm -hmm. get your own crayons. Mm -hmm. It's so true. They, it's but they problem. want your crayon, your they want crayon. yours. Because they're like, obsessed with your crayon. 
Yeah. Exactly. You're not worthy of the crayon that they want. It's like, I worked for this crayon. I bought this crayon. It's like, excuse my me? crayon. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from my crayon. Exactly. And I, I just, it's just that that's the difference. And you see it in every business, whether it's aesthetics or, or, or anything, really. It's just the abundance versus the scarcity mindset. And mm-hmm. when people really realize that this world is huge, there's enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like someone could be, do the, be doing the same thing as me, but I'm like, you can't do the same thing as me because you're not me. So mm-hmm. come ahead and do it. Like, yeah. hey, girl, or hey, boo, yeah. do your thing. But you're not me. You don't got the same sauce. So we're right. going to attract different. We're going to attract different people. And that's exactly. Fine. And that's fine. Yeah. Life yeah, is weird, girl. Mm. Life is so weird. Life is weird. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> so, you know, the kind of like the last thing I want to ask you about, the, which I really, really loved is it, kind of continuing on with that, like abundance mentality is that, you know, you've really, I really love how you guys even just like share your prices on the website and you're like really open and upfront about that. Mm-hmm. And I want to just like ask you, cause I, I really believe that's abundant thinking when you can do that. Mm-hmm. So what have you found that has led to just being like more transparent before people even walk through the door? How, what, how did that transition happen for you and how has it affected your practice? You know, I don't know how I started that. You know, I think mm-hmm. it was the practice I was at and just most people in general didn't share prices. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the phone was constantly ringing like, well, what's your Botox unit value or what, you know, what do you charge for a syringe? You're like the phone calls were just constant. Like, yes. So for me, it's like, I'd rather just it be on the internet or if mm-hmm. someone comes in and, you know, they get two syringes and they go up to the front and they're like, what do you mean? It's a thousand dollars. I thought I was paying 200 for two syringes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I wanted to kind of cut any confusion out. I like making yes. things really straightforward and like mm-hmm. clean cut. You know, that's yes. why I like, we only do aesthetics, right? We only do injectables and I have some skincare, like facials and things like that, mm-hmm. but I don't do any laser. I don't have any surgical services. Like it's mm-hmm. injectables. That's nice. it. Nice. And I wanted to kind of streamline it and be the master of that. Like, this is where you go for injectables. And then this is like, you go down the street for your laser and like, we can share patients. And like, mm-hmm. if you do their Botox one time, it's cool. Like yes. I, you know, whatever. So I just wanted to kind of cut out the patients that maybe, I don't want to use can't afford to come in, but you know, are unrealistic of what this costs, right? Yes. Yeah. And when I first opened, like my prices were very low. I mm-hmm. had them pretty low just so that I could get as many patients as I could. And then mm-hmm. as we grew, then we slowly increased them. Mm-hmm. And now I think they're, you know, they're not high, but they're not low anymore. They're very mm-hmm. average, if not above average. And yes. nobody's ever given me a hard time. Yes. And on my website, it says clear as day. Like I said, from the beginning, everything in writing, there's a price increase every two years. Every my two rent years. goes up, my expenses go up, everything Inflation. goes up. Inflation, you know, things cost, things go up. Every year, mm-hmm. my price per syringe and everything goes up. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like every two years, it goes up, everyone knows. And, mm-hmm. you know, then you just kind of eliminate people that are caught off guard and surprised. Because yes. when people are caught off guard and surprised, I think they can react emotionally and then they do emotional things. So, you know, I think that in every aspect of your life, like Mm -hmm. things just need to be upfront and honest. Yes. Oh girl. I (laughs) love that. But that's, see the thread that you run 
your relationship with, like you said, it all starts from the inside mm -hmm. that pours right out into your business. Mm -hmm. So you heard that guys being upfront, being transparent, setting expectations, having contracts, even with the people you love in your life, because mm -hmm. you don't want to take those things for granted. Mm -hmm. It's like, if I need to go on my date one time a week mm -hmm. to make myself feel good, mm -hmm. that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, right. it's just like yeah. whatever it is, you have yes. to have your contracts with the different people in your life and yeah. understand what makes you happy. Otherwise, they don't have a place. Right. I girl, agree. girl, quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. <laughs> that is for sure. That yes. Is Yes. My dad, I remember, I say remember like he's not alive. So my dad, my little Jamaican old dad, he, he's always, he'd always be like, he, he wouldn't get a lot of stuff, but he's going to get his real Italian leather shoes though. And he's going to make sure them junks last. He's going to take them to the shoe cobbler. He's going to take care of them. He's going to polish them every Friday. Take care of it. Yes. My dad, he has a little station. He polishes his shoes. You don't he wait for them sure... to fall apart and then yes. fix it. Yeah. Maintenance. That's maintenance for everything in life. Your Botox, your man, your body, everything. 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 <laughs> oh God, Jessica. Well, do you have any parting words of advice that you want to leave You know, with our audience today? <laughs> don't go into aesthetics, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. I you know, be different. Don't be scared to be different. Don't care about what people say. They're going to talk about you no matter what. Nobody yeah. wants to see you at the top. They want to be at the top. They don't want to see you at the top. So you have to really cut out all the noise, whether it's positive or negative, you know, you just have to focus on yourself, be confident in the decisions that you're making, confident that your injections are great that you know everything you need to know you're doing things safely you're doing things right mm -hmm. and you know the rest will follow yes beautiful oh my god jessica this has been so wonderful <laughs> just hanging out with you for a little bit when i come to new jersey i'm gonna have to stop yeah. by the red rabbit i'm like hey red you rabbit gotta come. You gotta come. i'm gonna come all sexy and whatnot i'll be like what Ooh. character am i gonna be i'm about to be ivy or something we about to do uh, something <laughs> we need the red wig we need the red wig <laughs> i know i'm gonna come Girl, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna get a red wig, and we're just gonna have to be like, yo, hi guys, let's do an Instagram. Say <laughs> the word. Oh my god. I love it. So guys, I'm gonna put everything about Jessica in the show notes. You're probably following her already, but that's all gonna be there. Um, but again, it's been so fabulous spending time with you. My pleasure. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Talk to you soon. Okay. Did you learn something? Then please leave us a review. I appreciate your feedback. It means the world. See you next week.